Is Rube still on vacation? Yeah, I think he still has a few days left. Oh, okay. Him and Jeremy, I think they went on that cruise. Oh, just just the two of them? I don't know how many kobolds he took. I fear for how many kobolds he took. Yeah, well, I guess the cave has been quite empty recently. Agreed, but we still have a job to do, so... Uh, sure. Hello? Oh, I didn't pull him in. Looks like you're off the hook today. Hi, welcome. Hi, is this the Realm of Forgotten Memories and Dreams? Yeah, it is. Awesome. Fucking finally. Do you know where Rue is? I've had this milkshake for him for ages. Luna gave it to me to tell him to have. He's actually out, unfortunately. Oh, son of a bitch. Well, one of you can have it if you want. Uh, I stay away from uh, milk. Why? You're not lactose intolerant. I am uh, lactophobic. I've seen you eat cheese. Okay, Luna was definitely right. You two are kind of characters. So, hi. <laughs> uh, hi. Would that be uh, Lunara, the uh, elven... Oh, I can't remember. Was she a priestess? She was a queen of Elandria, yeah. And as Lord. Ah, okay. Well, that's interesting that you know her. Yeah, we've known one another for a while now. She's uh, a sweetheart once you get past the uh, rough exterior. Anyway, would you like some refreshments other than milkshake? Maybe there's still a kobold left we can ask for uh, services. I think Gretchen's still here. Yeah, I'd love some coffee if you have any on hand. I'm sure we can get some coffee. Anyway, my name is Ayafrim. And I'm Ashura. And if you'd be so kind, we'd love to have you on for Delegation of Dreamers. That'd be awesome. Yeah, she talked about it. It sounds like a pretty interesting time with you guys. I'm the seventh son, Apophis Kane. Just call me Kane. My mother's the only person that calls me Apophis. Why are you called the seventh son? Uh, I think he's the seventh son of someone. Is it just your mother that calls you the seventh son? No, the seventh son is actually kind of my divine title. It's the title that people who have worshipped me have called me by. What would you like us to call you by? Uh, just call me Kane. Can do. And Yeah. There's actually just two reasons for the title. The first, I was born the seventh son of the first dragon. And the second is because I was the seventh son named Kane, who had been destined to become the divine aspect of Earth. I was the one who survived and fulfilled that destiny, so I, I guess the title just sort of stuck with me. Oh, okay. Can you tell us a bit about yourself? You said, as you know, Lunara, I'm assuming you're in her party? Not exactly. When I met Lunara, she just kind of fell right out of the sky and into my arms. My uh, sister and mother, they're both seers to an extent, and they told me where I needed to be to catch her and when I needed to be there, so I, I just followed their instructions, and uh, after that, getting to know Lunar just kind of blossomed into a, an amazing friendship. As for me, I, I try to be a little um, humble, I guess. Wait, you said that you're the divine aspect of Earth, so are you a god? I am indeed. I wasn't born a god. I was born to divine parents, but I wasn't born as a god. And I didn't become a god until my aunt, Tara Gaia, there's no actual blood relation with her, but she gave her life to save mine. She was the original divine aspect of Earth and was also the woman in charge of an academy I attended as a child. She gave her life to save mine after two of my brothers betrayed and tried to murder me in their bid for ultimate power over the kingdom of Atlantis. 
it was the act of transferring her divine power to me that killed her and saved my life. Sometimes I regret that she did it. Sometimes, you know, it's fun to live life to its fullest after 5,000 years or so. Hmm. You're from Atlantis? Yes, uh, Atlantis, the first civilization. Could you tell us a bit about Atlantis? What sort of place is that? Well, it was really kind of before the worlds fractured apart, before the multiverse, as we know it, came into creation. It was a beautiful city. My dad, Ernest Sky God, you may know him better as Io or Askarath. He was the king, and my mother, Salida Luna, was the queen. Uh, the, the world fractured? What happened there? When the tree of life we had there, it's not the tree of life that exists now. It dropped a seed. We called it the seed of Yggdrasil. My evil brother, he connected his power to it. And when I wound up having to slay my brother, the seed fractured and planted itself. And you can't exactly have two trees growing inside of one another. So when the second seed took root, it destroyed the first tree and kind of fractured reality as we know. That's interesting. It fractured reality? I mean, it, it's a world tree. It's not, you know, just your run-of-the-mill oak tree. It's going to be big when it grows up. Oh, here's Gretchen with the coffee. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you, Gretchen. No, we're not paying you. That, that, that was rude. Gre Gretchen, I'll pay you. You're spoiling them. <laughs> I'm giving them their dues. It's an honor to work for us. With you, it's really not. <laughs> you mentioned that you had an evil brother. What was your brother's name? Uh, his name was Malik. Actually, I think Luna might have mentioned him. He's been a problem recently on Alandria. Oh, okay. I think I recall that, actually. Yeah, a bit of a bad egg. A uh, Sun Mai dragon. It, it, was, was that a pun? What? Shush. Shush you. <laughs> <laughs> bad eggs. Oh. <laughs> touche, sir. Touche. <laughs> One of those that went over my head. <laughs> but as you were saying, oh, I rudely interrupted you. No, I mean, yeah, he actually stole the powers of the divine aspect of shadow and darkness from another one of the founders of Atlantis, who, like my aunt and mother, existed before everything, really. He stole those powers so that he could become that. He wasn't satisfied in the fact that he wasn't destined to have those powers, so he found a way to go against destiny and stole them for himself. A way to defy fate. Interesting. He was always one that was able to work outside of the box, quite literally. And could think circles around most people, me included. Whenever I hear of evil brothers, I sort of feel lucky that I didn't get any siblings. Well, the only egg in your clutch? Or didn't they all just die? Yeah, my father destroyed all the other eggs. Uh, I got you. I hatched early, so I managed to hide. But I do have adoptive siblings, though. Hey, backstory time. I was raised by uh, a pair of uh, owlbears. Nice. That explains quite a few things about you. It most certainly does. Certainly seems like an interesting life. Yeah. Speaking of which, how, how old are you? Uh, roughly 500,000 years. Oof. Dang. Uh, sure, is that older than you? I think it's younger than me, actually. Ah. Uh, 
We still haven't found anyone who's older than Ashura. It's going to be very difficult to do that. Considering you don't even know your own age, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look a day over 501. Oh, aren't you sweet. But with that amount of age, what made you decide to leave home? Well, I was kind of forced to leave home. Like I said, I was destined to become the divine aspect of Earth. And as a way of preparing me for that destiny, my aunt was running a school called Academia Divini Electi, Academy of the Chosen Divine. I was made to go there about the time I turned 14, like 14 actual years old, not just 14,000. And it was actually there that I uh, met some of the best friends in my life. I was also taught what it was like to be a regular person, because up until that time, I was something of a spoiled brat. Oh, how so? I mean, spoiled in the way a rich royalty kid is going to be spoiled. So I thought the world revolved around me, expected people to do what I said, the minute I said it, waited on hand and foot. It was a massive culture shock to go from that to nothing. I bet. I mean, you are a dragon, though. So, in a sense, you were right. The world does revolve around us. That it does, yes. Ephraim? Mm-hmm. The, the world does not revolve around you. Well, you're, you're one to speak. You're living on in the center of this world. There are reasons. <laughs> the, the world literally <laughs> revolves around you. <laughs> All right, you've got a point. You've got a point. So, so what's older, you or the realm? The realm. By how much? Wouldn't say by much. In all honesty, I'm not entirely sure, but the realm is a bit older than me. I gotcha. I gotcha. I sure isn't really the type of person to keep track of numbers. After so long, you lose track. <laughs> that is extremely true. That is extremely true. So we know how you met Lunara, but how did you meet the rest of the party? Well... In my life, I've actually had a lot of different adventuring parties, so I guess let's kind of go with the first adventuring party I ever had. There was a couple of students I met at the academy. One was named Zalith Kuavane, and the other one was Fendrindal Grayscale. Zalith was a princess I'd been betrothed to since I'd been born, and Fendrin was, actually he was my nephew from Malik, the evil older brother. So I had known them before I met at the Academy, but it was the Academy where I, I really, really got to know them. Zalith was easily one of the best fighters in the school. She was the girl to beat if she wanted to prove herself, and uh, she was a better fighter than a lot of the teachers there, actually. Her destinies were to take over as my mother, the divine aspect of the moon, and eventually become the Queen of Atlantis when I ascended to the throne as king. Like I said, Fendrin was my uncle, so he was kind of a gifted shadow sorcerer. So did you ever marry Salith? Uh, no, that fell through. What happened? Well, she fell in love with Malik, actually. Oof. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was not expected, but it kind of one of those things that started to build up towards the end of the first city. So. Was that the reason why you fought your brother? Yes. Yes, that was one of the reasons I fought my brother. He'd also wound up butchering an entire species as a part of his bid to ascend to, to true divinity, to the ultimate divine. That means stealing your girlfriend was the main reason. Yeah, in part, yeah. 
Can't necessarily say I blame you. But what was Sally's reaction to that? Considering it was her species that he wound up butchering, she was not a fan of it either. So she was actually the one who helped us um, find a way to capture and imprison Malik. Oh, okay. Imprison, kill, mostly the same thing, honestly, in this situation. His soul was trapped within the uh, soul of a reincarnating human, forced to suffer through 1,000 lifetimes before he would be freed. Now, is that 1,000 short lifetimes, 1,000 lifetimes like yours? True, a lifetime can span multiple years. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the type of mortal soul he was reincarnated in would be different each time. The first time he was a human, then he was an elf, then he was one of the lesser dragons that's not an immortal i once slept through a thousand lifetimes but that was a thousand lifetimes of crickets i mean that doesn't seem like a very long time at all depends on the cricket i mean for the crickets it was a long time fair enough but yeah it was varying sentient races i think the shortest lifetime he ever lived would have been a hundred years okay i just did the math you would have slept for about 246 and a half years. <laughs> I was thinking it was something like that. Does that mean that he's out now? Yes, he is free now. That's how he's causing trouble in Alandria. Okay. I thought crickets only lived for like... They lived for 90 days, 90 times 1,000, 90,000, divide that by 365, you got 246.5. Wow. Yeah, that's way <laughs> longer than I thought. Uh, I, I thought it was a 30-day life cycle, but... Going to Google at 90. To be fair, my parents didn't teach me much about math. <laughs> I mean, you are a dragon. The only math that really matters is the amount of gold you can count. Mm. Gold, gems, and jewels. Actually, I think he's lost track of how much he has. No, no, I have one. One pile. <laughs> yeah, you keep adding to it. <laughs> yeah. I, I do have another question. What's a Google? Very useful resource. It's when someone hits you on the head and your your eyes go googly. Oh, that makes sense too. Interesting way to find information. But I mean, I've taken knocks to the head and learned entire languages, so there's that. Oh, I've taken hits to the head and forgotten entire languages. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. I once got a bonk on the head and somehow knew how to play piano. I've heard of that happening before. That's an interesting thing. So, now that you're a god, do you know any other gods? Quite a few, actually. My parents, of course. Uh, I've met a lot of lunar goddesses. They can be interesting sometimes. A lot of sun gods, a lot of different storm gods. Those can get irritating sometimes, especially when you're a god of nature. Storms like to wreck shit. Huh. And they're quite easily angered. <laughs> storm gods are very easily angered, almost as much so as volcano gods. Mm. Well, no, that's not true. Volcanoes' gods take a long time to make angry, but when they do get angry, watch out. They can be a bit explosive. And it's extremely explosive, yes. I once met an atheist. He'd been hit by lightning 15 times. Well, storm gods certainly didn't like them then, did they? Apparently not. I think he was just an atheist out of spite. <laughs> I think that's a spell called Fuck That One Guy in Particular. <laughs> yep. So can you tell us a bit more about your academy days? Well, an interesting thing that did happen to me at the academy, I contracted lycanthropy. I became a werewolf. 
You contracted lycanthropy as a god? No, no, no. That was before that. Oh. Yes, yes. It was before I became a god. It was an interesting thing about the academy. The academy had kind of like magical suppressants on it so that we would learn to be humble so that we didn't have access to all of our powers and protections. So when I was attacked by a being known as Benris, who was considered the first werewolf in my world, he infected me. Was that like you were doing some some naughty stuff together and he just happened to bite you? Or was it like you were fighting? Why did it bite you? He was actually attacking Zalith and I stepped in to save her and I got a um, nice nasty bite on my arm because of it. Ah. Is that why your arm is like bound by leather and metal? Uh, no, actually, it was this arm that was bitten. But this is a automaton arm. It's a replacement that I've had for the last 400,000 years or so. My brother Malik decided to eat my arm right about the same time that he decided to torture and murder one of my younger brothers. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that was also building up to the point in time where my aunt gave her life to save mine. I'm so sorry. A bad egg indeed. Yeah. Yeah. You at least get revenge. Yeah, I finally did. I was the one that killed him. So, killed, imprisoned, you know, that sort of thing. Potato, potato. Exactly. Do you cure your lycanthropy? My wolf form was torn out of me by Malik, actually. That was something that happened fairly recently. I was attacking him in that form, and he grabbed me and yanked the two of us apart. So... Wait, he tore your lycanthropy out. Yeah, he tore my wolf form out of me. It's now a completely separate individual person. Um, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Oh, yes, yes. But again, God stuff. It's uh, extremely difficult to explain. This sounds like you had quite an adventure over your years. Yeah, my life is very, very well fit for a, a midday soap opera. Midday stage play, something to that effect, you know, to catch my drift. That's when you need a couple of kobolds to make a stage play out of it. <laughs> Just follow you and write everything that happens down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do need to do that. I think I noticed that you had a magical artifact with you. I do. This is Clarice. She's a intelligent weapon, a sword made of black glass, and she's called a god drinker. Basically, she's designed for killing and drinking the power of gods. She's also been remarkably quiet during this entire experience, but I'm guessing it's probably due to the realm we're in right now. Normally, she's full of snark. Well, maybe next time we can get her to come out of her shell. Hopefully. So you told us about how you met your first party, but what about the one that you're traveling with now? Or are you still traveling with a party? Right now, I'm just traveling with one friend. He's a little mouse folk. He's about three inches tall. His name is Piplin Swift Paul. I met him in uh, a mushroom grove. He was, uh, it was his first time going out into the world. Saw him and thought, hey, a friend would be nice to travel with. So you just snagged him up, brought him with you? More or less. Just, you know, a little guy to sit on my shoulder as I walk about through the woods. I mean, as one does. Yep. What, you don't abduct people on the regular? <laughs> Touche. Fair. We have no rebuttal to that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's somewhat in the dragon's blood to kidnap people. Yeah. I mean, we should make a habit out of it. 
We don't we don't keep people for long though, and we do give them coffee and tea. Exactly. By the way, can I get another cup? This was fantastic coffee. Is it a blend I can find somewhere else, or is it something that's been forgotten? I don't know which one Gretchen made, and I I don't see her around. If we find her, we'll have her bring you some coffee beans. That would be fantastic. I'm sort of worried that the cave is so empty now. There's barely any cobbles left since uh, Rue went on vacation with all of them. Why would he take all of the kobolds on vacation? Well, he didn't. Gretchen is still here. <laughs> touché, touché. So what are you doing currently? You said you were traveling around. Is there any particular reason or anything you're doing to travel? Well, when it comes to what I'm doing right now, basically I'm just kind of traveling from world to world where dragons have fallen out of favor or popularity, and I'm just trying to re-energize the draconic population, trying to bring dragons back into these worlds, as well as worship to the draconic pantheon. In what way are you trying to bring them back? Basically, I'm just trying to find the population that already exists and help them to repopulate, if you catch my drift. I am a god of fertility, so... Uh, High five, my man. High five. But I think that's all. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to leave it at that, but yes, more or less. Listen, if you ever need help, let me know. (laughs) I could always use some assistance. Uh, I think we have to make a, uh, a Patreon-exclusive channel for that sort of content. A blue and white channel. <laughs> so can you tell us, what's one of your favorite moments in all the time you've been around, all of your quests and adventures? Honestly, one of the moments that really ranks up there for me is the first time I beat Zalath in a fight. That was an interesting encounter. I had been learning to really improvise when it came to fighting at the time. So I went for a roundhouse kick, and she went to block my kick with one of her own, and I just kind of dropped straight to the ground and swept her legs out from under her and dropped her right on her ass. It was entertaining as hell. Is that the day the breakup happened? No, no. It was the first time we kissed, though, but she used that as a distraction to knee me in the nuts, so there was that. Decent distraction, I bet. It certainly distracted me. It most certainly distracted me. <laughs> Do you have any plans for the future? Uh, then uh, repopulating. <laughs> right now, I'm just kind of looking forward to helping with uh, goings on in the Landria. Helping Luna realize what it is she's meant to do in existence, as well as just, you know, helping repopulate the dragons in Alandria, bringing more variety of dragons to the land. I think that's a world I would like to visit sometime. And not just for the phrase and affection, Avram. <laughs> <laughs> we would be certainly happy to have you visit sometime. But we should probably get you back to that world. Uh, yes, please. I seem to have lost the door. Uh, people normally just walk around it, but we would happily have you on again. Maybe actually see Rue with that milkshake this time around. Possibly. We'll do our best. (laughs) (laughs) Until then, have a good awakening.